Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Wow. Crazy episode tonight on AEW Dynamite. It's all leading up to something big. Can't wait to see it. But before we dive into everything, plus some news that we're going to get to, you know what to do, folks. Smash that like button. Smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. If you're on Team Twitch, you'll notice that there are some new emotes floating around. And there are even some in there for new subscribers. So if you want to help support the channel and you are a part of the prime time, prime time, Amazon Prime, if you're a part of Amazon Prime, you get a free sub. Guess what? You can use it to support old J-Bone over on Twitch. Or you can share bits or over on Team YouTube. Make sure you smash that like button. And you can do some super chats or super stickers. It all helps support the show. There's also a tremendous sale going on right now. Through the 7th. 20, I want to say it's 20% off, 20% off. There's a lot of sales going on right now. I know Pro Wrestling Tees has a big sale going on. Uh, They're big summer. It's like a few day thing. I forget how long it's going. So if you want to buy some Pro Wrestling Tee merch and help the other brand I help support, Total Nonstop Impact, Hey, it's all love. It's all love. Bell's Boy. Bell's Boy with a big super chat here. Thank you, brother. Says, so what do you really, what were you really doing in Nashville last Saturday? Come on, you can tell us we're family. Laughing emoji. All right, so let's, um, Should we get this? Should we get this out of the way? Someone in the uh, TNI Discord threw up a screenshot and. <laughs> Well, if you watch SummerSlam, you might have seen someone. <laughs> we do a little share screen Rooney. I think we can do this. Look at this guy. Okay, so this is right in the beginning of the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns last man standing match. They went 
into the WWE universe, if you will, over the barrier and went towards this large fixture that was holding up, you know, the big four pillars that hold up the structure in the middle of the, you know, above the ring area. Well, there was this couple sitting there and this guy that practically got ran over by Reigns and Lesnar. Well, I happened to catch this earlier today. Oh my goodness, this guy. Here, let me take this. Let me take this down and you can see it a little better. This this guy, I tell you, you know, I've 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 seen a few doppelgangers out there in my lifetime, but very few times. <laughs> it's it's been very very few times that I've seen one close as close to this as as I have. It's just absolutely un uncanny. It's uh it's it gave me a chuckle earlier today because you know I I was watching. I was watching this. I had actually woken up at this point because, you know, J-Bone was under the weather and took a snooze. But I woke up for the main event, and I saw this guy almost get run over, but I didn't take that close a look at him until now. Thank you very much, Brian, for the super sticker. And Anna, much love. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. But, yeah, so this is... (laughs) This is a great shot of this guy basically jumping in front of, well, not jumping in front of the camera, but he is he is right in line of everything going on to the point that you can even see the glare off the top of his head, very similar to mine. No, this is not me, folks. I was at home in Wisconsin. <laughs> I wish I had this seat. This guy had a great seat, but no, this is not me. But damn, it's a... Uh, it's quite the doppelganger. <laughs> oh man. Thank you, Bells Boy. Yes, thank you for reminding me. That was uh that gave me quite the chuckle this afternoon. I even shared that picture with my wife. I was like, by the way, I wasn't in Nashville on Saturday. She goes, Oh, really? <laughs> I did not disappear for a few hours and then come back in the middle of the night. Okay, yeah, critical state. <laughs> Anna says, that's not you? No. <laughs> critical Sting was the one that paused it and shared it in the Discord. It says, I saw it on my TV and paused it for a good five minutes, thinking to myself, I'm about to light this Discord up. <laughs> Jay... <laughs> Oh, yeah, here we go. My Uncle Mark in the chat here. What a smart ass J clone. <laughs> my ass off. <laughs> oh, my God. Too funny. Too funny. Oh, man. What a riot. That was an amazing main event. I will say that because I watched some clips back again. Because, you know, when you're watching it live, sometimes you miss stuff and you don't really. You don't really take everything in. I watched some of it back. Oh, my God. What a riot. And and if you do watch it, if you haven't watched it, pay attention, especially towards the end of the match. Pay attention to Michael Cole. I have never heard Michael Cole lose his mind 
like I have that night. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was screaming at Lesnar to stay down. He was screaming at the ref to count faster. I almost... I almost said this when I was talking about it the other night. I was like, "Man, is this a, is this a hit on another heel turn for Michael Cole?" <laughs> you can tell there's a, a different air, in a different. There's something different in the air now in WWE because he never would have done this had there been someone else in his ears. Vince would have been like, sit down and shut up. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit of news. <laughs> let's talk a little bit of news. I saw this earlier this afternoon. This is uh this is interesting. So the headline this is from WrestleZone. Uh AEW expands talent relations and development team. Madison Rain hired as coach. I just want to say congrats to uh Madison Rain. I mean, I I don't know what she was getting paid in Impact Wrestling. She's been around for many a year. Um, she's been to, well, let's be honest. She's been many places. She was, she got her start in TNA, uh, was there for years, went to, oh goodness. See, so she went away for a bit. She came back. She was in ring of honor for a bit when they were expanding their women's division came back to um came back to impact and now she's uh part of coaching the women let's read let's read part of this um there's a few different things here going on so this is a uh, aew has made some big changes to their staff backstage including hiring former Impact Knockouts champion Madison Rain to coach their women's division. And honestly, and look, and it's nothing against Kenny Omega. I really don't know how much he's been involved in coaching the women, but that's what I heard like three years ago when I first started hearing about who's doing what. And I was like, really? All right. Well, I mean, this and this should have happened, honestly, a long time ago. I'm not saying particularly Madison Rain in particular, but you, you got to have a coach with the women. I think the women just feel better than getting bossed around by a man. You know, um, it's just this is better for what you say, you know, talent relations. Uh, the following is a press release. Blah 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 blah. All right. Um. AEW announces expansion of talent relations and development team roles for Sanjay Dutt, QT Marshall, Pat Buck, and Tony Schiavone will increase under expanded talent relations team. Madison Rain joining to uh, to coach the women's division. 
I'm going to read just portions of this. Uh, staff members, including Sanjay Dutt, Marcel, Pat Buck, Tony Schiavone, this should, uh, Madison Rain join AEW as coach. Okay, that just, that just repeated that. Um, continues its meteoric rise. <laughs> All right, and then it goes into individually here. Uh, Sanjay Dutt promoted to Vice President of Production and Creative Coordination. Wow. All right. Uh, in this role, he'll be he'll coordinate communication of AEW storylines, uh, liaise between post-production and key staff to maintain content workflow, produce uh, and and you know these five dollar words content and mentor new producers dot joined aew in 2021 bringing more than 20 years of experience in professional wrestling blah 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 blah. okay wow see and this is this is all good because we've heard for three years now that tony khan wants to do everything one man can't do everything. You've got to assign different people to different, you know, tasks. Otherwise, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to burn your staff out. There's going to be lack of communication. And that's one of the big things that's been in the news about AEW is this lack of communication. And you can't have that. All right, we continue here. Uh, you guys can go uh, to WrestleZone.com to read the whole thing in completion. I'm just going to read a little bit of each thing here. QT Marcel has been promoted to Vice President of Show and Creative Coordination. Wait, isn't that the same? Production and... Okay, that's okay. That's similar to Sanjay Dutt. Planning programs, storylines, character development. Okay. Pat Buck. Pat Buck. Uh, Vice President of Talent Development. Uh, production oversee all coaches. going to oversee all coaches, provide input on matches and promos, and lead the talent in. Uh, talent relate and lead the talent relations team. Oh, okay. Tony Skibone Shivani <clears throat> promoted to senior producer and special advisor to talent. All right. So he's not just a guy behind the desk with a mic. In this capacity, he'll work directly with talent as part of the talent relations team. Shivani is one of AEW's most tenured members and has nearly 40 years of experience with an iconic voice that has guided fans through professional wrestling's most incredible moments. Madison Rain, here we go, will join AEW as a coach in women's division and kick off her new role tonight in her hometown of Columbus, Ohio. Okay, so I got to... A note from someone, I believe it was a Terrence Sullivan, it said she was on commentary. This is a bit of a spoiler, but 
just bear with me here. She was on commentary for Rampage or one of the tapings and then uh, got confronted by Jade Cargill. So that's interesting. I don't know where that's going to go, but well, I, you can kind of guess where that's going to go, but <clears throat> we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, she has more than 15 years of experience in professional wrestling multiple championships all right so hey props to madison rain she's uh she will be missed by impact wrestling but hey um she's gonna be surrounded by some great people on this team and she is gonna do nothing but help this crew into the future of aew that's what this company needs they need a solid crew right like this doing these different tasks to make sure shit gets done. And it's not all on Tony. You know, Tony can snort all the shit he wants and have the ego from here to Jupiter. He can't do it all. So I hope that this doing, in doing all this that I'm talking about now really does, um, help the future of the company and things start going. I mean, I love the wrestling, but yeah, there are some inconsistencies in the company that really need to be nailed down. All right, we continue. And then I think that's pretty much it on this Christopher Daniels. Okay. An AEW original who brings more than 30 years of industry experience will continue to serve as manager of talent relations. Uh, the talent relations team will also remain in close contact with AEW's legal and talent resources team, uh, led by Margaret Stalvey, Chris Peck, and Margaret Pay. I can't pronounce that. Uh, who help to support physical and mental health, safety, and security of the talent. Okay. So. And then there's a few other things in the article. All right. So very interesting. So there are some new people that got promoted to different roles. It's great to see. It really is. Um, and, and like I said, all we can do is hope that this crew works together with talent and it makes the show better and company better overall. You know, and I don't, I don't think I'm the only one that thinks that. One thing else that got, let's see here. All right. We'll do another little share screen of Rooney. Something else that got released or leaked. I'm not sure what the term was, but we've got the cover. Whoops. Get out of here. There we go. We got the cover of the new AEW video game, Fight Forever. Coming soon, wish list now. So apparently there's going to be a, a THQ showcase coming august 12th so in another week or so 
Uh, it's actually going to be the uh, <laughs> when I'm out of town in Chicago for emergence. Um, so they're they're going to have their own thing that day and talk about games coming out. Uh, you know, in the second half of this year or in the near future or whatever, and where they're coming out to. So, and there was also some some video and some screenshots that got leaked. Uh, I saw one from, um, oh gosh, I can't think of the guy's name. It's a guy from the UK that uh, covers a lot of video game stuff, especially wrestling stuff. I've listened to him throughout the years. Lovely, a lovely chap, if you will. Um, cannot think of it. Anyways, um, and I'm so out of the whole video game loop thing. I used to play wrestling games all the time. I used to buy the new one every year, make rosters and everything. And I've just, I haven't done it in like five plus years. I'm so out of it. Well, plus there was all that hodgepodge and stuff that, you know, uh, WWE went through uh, with a with their, their whole game system you know, production was an absolute mess the last few years. And finally, it seems like it's gotten better from what I've heard. Nothing's perfect. From what I heard, it's better. But now I'm really excited for this new game. I've seen some screenshots. looks even better than the new stuff that came out. It's, uh, what is it? I've seen, they showed Mox, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, I think some of the ladies. So, um, yeah, the graphics look great. So it's going to have like, you know, some really good graphics with like an old school feel, I guess, as far as the mechanics. And I would certainly appreciate that because, well, I'm as old school as it gets. So, um, yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm actually really excited for that. Uh, let me know in the chat if you guys are excited for that, too. Yeah, my, Mark here in the chat says Fight Forever is a really great title. It is. It is. It It's because when you hear Fight Forever, you instantly think, oh, that's what the chans always fan. The fans always chant. Oh, dear God. It's, it's the cold medicine, I swear to God. I can't even blame it on the beer. It's a non-alcoholic beer that I had earlier before this. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And um, I don't know anything else as far as I, I know they announced that there's going to be some really good um, game play as far as different kinds of matches. But as far as like, creator wrestler stuff which i would really be interested which is what i always like i honestly did more creator wrestler stuff than actual gameplay stuff when i bought the game that's just that's just me that's what i did i would make a whole roster play a handful of matches and then i'd scrap them all and make a whole new roster like i'd use a bunch of wcw guys load them up get rid of them put in a bunch of ecw guys make a bunch 
download a bunch. It just, you know, that's all I did. Everyone does different things. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, oh, Bell's Boy, thank you. Yeah, see, I, I love you guys. You, you reminded me. So congratulations to Cassie Lee and Sean Spears from AEW. Um, they, um, yeah, Circle of Life. Yeah, they re released a video on... Uh, the Instanec on Instagram and Cassie Lee is pregnant. Uh, Cassie Lee and Sean Spears are going to be parents. So um very excited um, to hear that kind of news. It's, you know, it's, we, we celebrate love here on smash this podcast. We do. We, we celebrate love. I couldn't be happier for them. The video's be beautiful. Make sure you go check it out on Instagram. There's some lovely, Music playing in the background, it just hits you right here in the heartstrings, you know? <laughs> Bell's Boy says, love your t-shirt. Good old Guerrero. Gotta love Guerrero. Um, yeah, oh, and uh, along with Mad Cat Moss and to Daniil, to yeah. wow. Daniil Dashwood, not Daniil Tashwood. Dear God. My brain and my mouth just not are just <laughs> working together. They are not. <laughs> Sound like Yoda on crack. Jiminy Christmas. Tennille Dashwood said something to the effect on social media. I found my prince or I found my knight in shining arbor. Something to that effect. And, um, I think that's great. You know, Mad, Mad Cat Moss, I've really only paid attention to him a handful of times, I could say at most, but I know he's someone up and coming in the WWE. Um, he's had some faults throughout the years, injured a few people, but hey, that's wrestling. You know, no one does this to, well, at least you hope no one does this to, you know, get people out of the way so you move up. But, you know, that's that's the world we live in. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Anna says, uh, Captain Antoniel. Yes, there you go. There you go. Now, that's what she said. She said, I found my captain. She, she, said, she said something like that. That's great. So, um It's <laughs> Bell's boy. In your professional podcasting opinion, should Tennille Dashwood change her name to Danielle Tashwood? Yes, absolutely. In my professional podcasting opinion, let her know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> She'll be like, who's this? Who's this? Je bonnet. Oh my God. Yes. Lucky man. Tennille Dashwood is a lovely young lady. So, um, and no, please don't start the whole, Oh, that means that she's going to go back to WWE. Please. No, don't, don't start that. Don't start that stuff. Um, we're, we're, we, we try to be smarter wrestling fans than that. 
not the I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but Jiminy Christmas, don't start that. It's, <laughs> Anna says she showed her age. <laughs> hey, I know who that is. I couldn't tell you any songs off the top of my head, but I absolutely know who Captain and Tennille are. That goes back. Goes back a bit, yes. Um, all right. Shall we talk some AEW? I think that's it for news. I was going to talk about the game and then talk about the promotions that came up. And I think that's it. So, tremendous, tremendous. Best of luck to everyone and congrats to everyone else. So, make sure you go give them some love. All right. AEW Dynamite from tonight, season four, episode 31. Man, the clock is ticking to the end of the year, isn't it? We start out, well, I usually say we start out hot. <laughs> we start out a little crazy here. Um, Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal. I tell you. Um. I was never that much into the entrance theme of Orange Cassidy, the first one. I know a lot of people, when they first heard it, they're like, oh, I know that song. It's great. Blah, 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 blah. I had no clue who this band was. I know they were some kind of alternative rock band from, oh, I don't know when the song came out. I'm, I'm going to guess the 90s. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um. But then all of a sudden, out of the blue, uh, the best friends all turned hippie-ish. And the entrance theme for Orange Cassidy became Jane from Starship. Or whatever, whatever version of this band. It's had all these different names like Jefferson Starship. Jefferson Starsky and Hutch, uh, uh, just Starsh, you know, Starsky and and Ship and and Starship and Starship Jefferson and Jiminy Christmas, you know. Um, well, that's what happens when you you know you start screwing the other band members. Things get weird and relationships get ugly. Don't don't screw your other band members. It's not cool. <laughs> But I love this song. And yes, I'm showing my age there too. And it's not like Jefferson Airplane or Airplane, I mean, um, Starship, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I, I, I swear, it's a, it's a ghost energy drink. I'm just, head's a little foggy tonight. Hence why I'm drinking this. Um. Whatever version created this song. I love this song. It tugs on my heartstrings from my youth. Because certain songs, when you hear them, if you're like me, they stick with you for life. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what's going on. You could be in the shittiest, down in the dumps, feeling like dog poop at the bottom of the valley of Poopsville. <laughs> and you hear that song, 
or one of those songs from your youth and it just brings you right up you know it just lifts you up out of whatever you're going through so um So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I went into this episode like, oh, God, I still felt like crap all day. Man, I heard this song and I got on the edge of my seat and I started bopping my head, kind of doing the guitar thing. I was like, yeah, you know, and you hear the vocals kick in, the crowd ah, losing their mind to this. It's crazy, eh? Um. So Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal actually was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It was a lot of fun. Some shenanigans going on, of course. Satnam Singh comes out, and then you got the other best friends coming out on each other's shoulders with a jacket around them, trying to be as tall as Satnam Singh. Barely made it, which I thought was, you know, just wrestling needs a little ha-ha, you know, and here's your ha-ha of the night. Uh, Jay Lethal wins, and then co they continue to attack Orange Cassidy. And Jay Lethal then calls out Wardlow. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I will never claim to be the smartest guy in the room, but I sure as hell am not going to call out a guy like Wardlow. What are you thinking? So I'm guessing this is going to happen at Battle of the Belts. Jay Lethal versus Wardlow for uh, the TNT title. So, um, so yeah, nonetheless, looking forward to that. Can't wait. Lethal's going to be introduced to Wardlow's world. All right. Uh, then we get the Undisputed Elite out. They haven't been on TV together in ages because uh, Adam Cole has been under the weather dealing with different things. I think one was a concussion, maybe something else. I'm not completely sure. Um, so he's out there talking with uh, Red Dragon and the Young Bucks flanking him. And he starts discussing this uh, trios tournament that, that's coming up. And he goes, he starts talking about loyalty. And, and the crowd's behind him like, yeah, loyalty, we get it. And then all of a sudden, um, he turns around and he says, young bucks, you're just, you're not going to be able to be in this tournament. You're just, I'm going to be with. The red, you know, red dragon is going to be flanking me in the trios tournament. We're all still together, but you can't be in it. Because if they would be in it, it would be against them, right? Hence the loyalty discussion. I get it. I get it. All of a sudden, red dragon and Adam Cole attack the young bucks apparently questioning their loyalty, which if you watch BTE, some of you do, some of you don't. I think I know who do and who don't. I'll find out a second in the chat, right? Uh, <laughs> um, there's been the drama of 
the young bucks don't have anyone anymore and the reaching out to someone who might still give a damn about them and that would be hangman and a page because they've both been there you know the bottom of the barrel if you will you know looking for anyone to lend them a hand in what's going on in life. So we've seen that recently, trying to shoot out a text, maybe start a conversation to no avail. It just doesn't happen. Now you've got this situation where the Bucks are literally at the lowest they could possibly be. Even their brothers in Red Dragon and Adam Cole turning on them and who comes out to save them hangman adam page and i start hearing commentary talking about are the hung bucks gonna be back in action i'm like oh dear god did they actually call them that i must have missed that <laughs> i <laughs> If I go to shopaew.com, am I actually going to find a Hung Bucks t-shirt? Jiminy Christmas. That's so wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I even wrote down Hung Bucks? What? <laughs> but it looks like. Like, okay, so like, you know, they always say actions speak louder than words. Hangman Adam Page was there for them when they were at their lowest, chased away the um, undisputed elite, if you will. And um, so we'll see. So we'll see. Oh, side note here. Mark just put in the chat, uh, House of, was it, was it, hey, House of Glory just uh, announced Kingston versus Marafuji. Marafuji's going to be back? Oh, my God. Wasn't he in uh, Impact for like a cup of coffee handful of years ago or something? Hmm. <laughs> Everyone's questioning Mark now. What? For real? What? So, all right. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. They, uh, you know, Hangman Adam Page and the Young Bucks exchange glances, but there was no conversation. There was no handshake. Adam Page just kind of acknowledged them, turned around, and walked away. So... <laughs> Oh, a critical sting. Thank you. I knew somebody was going to say something. It says he was in Impact for the Bound for Glory slash Access TV debut. Okay. Cool. And he's from Noah, right? I think. Don't quote me on that. I, I'm, I'm guessing he's still with Noah. So, all right. Hung bus. Will... <laughs> Too many Christmas. Mox with a promo next says i don't care who wins this match between jericho and um wheeler you do 
because because when the bell rings, he's all business and he's gonna just tear whoever's across the ring from him limb from limb. Says that in so many words. So it's like, oh my goodness. All right. Next, we got uh, Dr. DMD, Britt Baker, and Jamie Hayter uh, with Rebel out there to the ring versus the Thunderstorm, if you will. Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa. I, I just wrote down, wow. I usually don't write down a lot of things as far as what happens in the match unless there's something specific that really stands out. But I really did love this match. I don't know what it was. And it's, look, it's wrestling subjective to each their own. Some people are going to go, wow, this tag women's tag match was really good. Lots of consistent action. Um, and some other people are going to look at this and go, eh, it was okay. I loved it, you know, because a lot of matches in AEW sometimes fall under the radar. They just kind of, eh, they just slide by. It's like, yeah, okay. They made TV. They weren't that great. This one was good. And I know a lot of people, including myself, in my professional podcasting opinion, weren't really for the team up of Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, the champ can't always just be on her own. It's not fair. It's nice to be at the top, but it's also nice to be at the top if you got people at your side to help you stay at the top. You know, it helps to have friends. So the more I saw these two together, especially like tonight, I get it. I dig it. I'm all on board. And this was a fun match. This really was. Uh, Jamie Hayter even got the win for um, Team DMD, whatever you want to call them. And, um, yeah, it was just a great match. So now I guess Jamie Hayter is going to face Thunder Rosa at Battle of the Belts 3 this Saturday. That's part of the card, I believe they announced. So, uh, Sammy G and Ty Conti with a big announcement. They're in Europe getting married or they're planning their wedding, or I'm not sure exactly when this is all happening, but man, feels like just yesterday that they, uh, they were just in Europe with a big engagement announcement. They're really moving things along here, man. I... <sighs> Look, like I said earlier in the podcast, we celebrate love, but man, uh, I know when you're when you're that age, and trust me, I've been that age. And then I know what it's like to be in love and to start planning all that stuff. Um, it's scary. It's scary, and it's it's a big step. And I just I uh, I hope they both think this through. And don't just, you know, go by what their, you know, juices flowing or telling them to do. It takes a lot of responsibility to start a family, you know, especially if you're part of this industry. It's not easy. You both got to have your heads on straight. Both got to be on the same team 24-7. So 
We'll see what happens here. But nonetheless, congrats to them. Eddie Kingston then interrupting and he says he don't care about this wedding planning stuff. He goes, he goes, I owe you a receipt from uh uh, what was it? A few weeks ago, when Sammy G came back and attacked them. So, uh, <laughs> Je Bonnet. That's right, Terrence. Welcome. So, uh, be looking forward to that match. Little wedding gift from Eddie Kingston to Sammy Guevara. Taz. Then we're about halfway through the show. Then Taz announces on commentary. That Team Taz is kaput. Nada. Finny. Over. Done. Later. No more Team Taz. He is so shocked and appalled by the actions. Says he didn't know Hook was going to try to go for Ricky Stark's title. He didn't know that Hobbs was going to stab Ricky Starks in the back and attack him. He is appalled by all this, and no more Team Taz. So Taz is going to stay on commentary now and not be a, you know, focused figure at ringside and whatnot. So, <clears throat> excuse me. And that's not to say that it can't happen again, but you can tell that by all this happening, there is a next wave of tomorrow's stars for this company being built. Hobbs had his own match out there. Ricky Starks has the mouth and the looks to be a star all on his own. And uh, Hook being the uh, new FTR or FTW, excuse me, <laughs> Chimney Christmas, FTW champ. Um, you know, maybe Taz will join him to the ring then, but he, you know, he really has been letting him just go out there and do his stuff. It props to him for being that kind of dad and just letting him do it. You know, a lot of dads would be like, no, I'm going to go out there with you and, Make sure you don't screw up. And, you know, it certainly wouldn't help. I mean, excuse me. It wouldn't hurt Hook to have Taz out there. Um, just for fans' sake. Fans be like, oh, we love Taz, you know. But he also doesn't want to <laughs> take focus off of his son. He wants his son to, you know, get his own fan base on his own as well, which is completely understandable. You know, so, um, so very interesting stuff there. Okay. So then powerhouse Hobbs has a whole new entrance all on his own under that center ring thing, you know, and the light, very similar to Cody, but different, different, you know, same, but different. Um, hell, you got to use it somehow. Someone's got to use it. So why not? So obviously, focusing that Hobbs is going to be a major heel coming up in the ranks here. Great to see. Great to see. That's a sign That's we're going to be, you know, seeing him with more, um, 
more focus on him in the future. And he's out there versus someone that uh, me personally, along with many people that I roll with in our own little, you know, group tied to TNI and Trent, you know, watching shows from Chicago's very own AAW, Ren Jones. Now, I know he's been other places, but that's where I've watched him. So, uh, Ren Jones is a star in that show, man. He looks like a star. He looks, he wrestles great. Usually has, um, oh goodness. I can't think of what her name is. Christy, excuse me, Christy Janes, something like that. I think that's what her name is. She's like Puerto Rican or Mexican or something. Always comes out with a bunch of colorful capes or feathers or something anyways uh but ren jones really doesn't last very long here i was excited to see this but then i was like wait <laughs> i know what's gonna happen here pretty much a squish and then uh ricky starks attacks him blew by the camera on the stage like lightning like if you blinked you missed it i missed it i was like whoa did someone actually run down because the camera was like frozen for a minute and all you saw was this blue streak boom, right past him it's crazy um so so yeah so ricky starks <laughs> uh attacking powerhouse hobbs and I can't wait to see where this goes. I mean, obviously, we got quite the feud going on here. So, uh, and I'm ex I'm excited for this. Oh, Terrence says that Christy Janes is a Brazilian. Okay, I was close. You're you're a little more on the point there, but I was close. So, um. All right, what we got here? Um, Christian Cage and Matt Hardy renewing their decades-old feud. This was kind of fun to see. It was also kind of sad in a way because you know what's going on with Matt Hardy. There's really no focus on him at all. It was supposed to be all about him and his brother. His brother's in rehab, at least. I haven't heard anything recently. I hope he's still in rehab. Um, and Matt Hardy doesn't, he doesn't look like himself. I know he's had some bits in BTE, but you know, not a lot of people talk about that. And, um, <laughs> I, I just, I feel bad for him. You know, it's, you know, all, all things you, you hear the, you hear the classic Hardy boys music and you're used to seeing both, especially Jeff Hardy. And now Matt Hardy comes out there and he just, I don't know, looks a little disheveled. He's, I'm not going to call him fat. I'm not, because God knows I've got some pounds to lose myself. But you can tell he's put on some weight. His hair doesn't look as great as it usually does. Uh, Matt Hardy just doesn't look like himself. And um, I love Bad Hardy, you know. I've always been a fan of the Hardy Boys. And, well, 
you know, Christian Cage, you, you keep him looking strong here because of the uh, feud with Jungle Boy. And, uh, yeah, Christian Cage beats Matt Hardy here. A decent match, though. Decent match. More of a fight than a match, but decent. Um, so then Luchasaurus comes out, and Jungle Boy sneak attacks Christian Cage. Christian Cage, of course, runs away with his tail between his legs. And um, oh, someone in the chat says, did you just see... Did you see a comment? I'll, I'll, when I'm done here, I'll go through and, you know, I'll check comments and stuff. So just be patient. I don't want to stray too much off track here. I'll get to your stuff in a little bit and we can do a quick Q and a, if you guys like, all right. Um, where was I? Okay. So yeah, Christian runs away. Uh, really looking forward to Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, man, he's, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to change his name or not, but he's uh, hes growing up in front of us. He's really becoming a man, you know. Uh, Ethan Page. This was really interesting. I actually enjoyed this as much as I've kind of strayed away from the whole, I mean, I was a really big fan of Ethan Page when he was in Impact Wrestling and then, um his, we'll just say, falling away from Impact Wrestling really turned ugly and just kind of pitiful. And I uh, I really hadn't paid much attention to him. But I, I, he's still talented. It's just his attitude, you know? And um, so seeing him out here, very similar to what we got from MJF, just not so much you know, screaming uncontrollably, frothing at the mouth, like asking the question, why? Why am I not on TV every week? Why am I not giving, given these opportunities? Why, why, why? Well, as he's talking, Stokely Hathaway comes up behind him and just quietly waiting to be noticed. And <laughs> Paige is like, what? What do you want? Stokely Hathaway quietly hands him his business card and walks away very slowly waiting for Ethan Page to catch up with him. Ethan Page kind of gets a smirk on his face. You can hear the wheels turning in his head, looks again at the business card, exits the ring and walks up the ramp with Stokely Hathaway. Obviously the birth of something new happening happening here um and i'm fine with that i'm i'm fine with that i mean you know a lot of us who know the behind the scenes of what happened between josh alexander and ethan page it's very it's actually very sad you know and that, i think that caused a lot of us to think certain ways about ethan page well no matter what we think about that that's really none of our business is like and i i try to not focus on that too much. I try not to like, it's like, okay. It's like, it's like politics and wrestling. It's like, who gives a shit? You know, I try not to think about that. I try not to focus on that. Just focus on what you're watching on TV. You know, don't they, Oh, he ate that for breakfast for cereal. Oh God. It's like, who gives a shit? You know, doesn't matter. Um, so 
Um, I, I am I I really like Stokely Hathaway, really underrated. Ethan Page, in some aspects, is also really underrated. So if he's going out on his own, he's not tied down by uh Scorpio Sky and the rest of uh team whatever the hell team MMA could give a rat's ass, whatever that was. Um, it's, you know, if you're going to put a mouthpiece on a guy that already has a mouth, put somebody with him. That's actually going to benefit him. It's going to be a benefit for him. Uh, team all American, whatever crap that was. Um, it's it's that wasn't helping Ethan Page. So um this is a new step in a new direction, and I'm I'm hoping that it's uh ends up being good for him, honestly. So we'll see what happens. Stokely Hathaway can't be a bad thing. Trash day, folks. Did you know it's trash day? We get this trash dumpster match or whatever they call it. <laughs> kind, of, kind of an old school trash version of a coffin match, if you will. Uh, we get uh, the acclaimed versus the ass boys. And uh, this was just a whole lot of fun. Um, uh, the, the rap of, man, I love the raps of uh max caster sometimes a little controversial sometimes a little oh he oh, said that what, what was what was the one that caught me tonight said something like i'm gonna make you retire like vince mcmahon or something like that <laughs> that got a pop from the crowd obviously it was like oh that's uh whew, that's hot that's some hot stuff right there um pretty funny so uh but this was fun the acclaimed get the win here, both ass boys end up in the trash dumpster. And then, oh my God, they just, they, they, this could have gotten really ugly. I'm glad it didn't, but in a sense, I don't think they really should have done this because it could have, it could have went horribly wrong. And I got, I got terrified for a, a split second. When, the acclaimed took the dumpster that the guys were in and then shoved it off stage, off stage left, or whatever you call it, stage right, stage left, whatever, the end of the stage. When it hit, it instantly dumped upside down and there was garbage that flew out past it that was landed on by the dumpster. And I thought for a split second that that was one of the ass boys bodies that got crushed by the dumpster. And I was, I gasped for a split second, like, oh, was that, was that one of them or was that a box? And it looked more like the more I looked at it, it looked like a box. So I hope to God, as much as we boo them, hello, Oreo. Oreo snuck in here again. As much as we boo the ass boys, I certainly don't wish them any harm or any ill will. Um, they are the next, you know, generation in this company that is going to be a part of it in the future with Billy Gunn. So 
I hope they're okay. It did come off a little harsh. Um, you know, if it was a plastic dumpster, I'm sure it would have went a little differently. But then, um, <laughs> yes, there's Oreo. Yes, I see you. We're talking about you. What? You going to come over here? No? Okay. So, um, it, and it felt, <laughs> it, it, it felt a little attitude era-ish, you know, honestly. And I know sometimes we hear about the attitude era and people go, yes, we want more of that. And then some people do stuff and, you know, and people go, oh no, that was too much. We can't have that. In fact, some guy in the audience tonight on the hard camera side, what are you doing? So you say hello? You'd say hello, say hello. There's an Oreo. Okay, go up here. Um, someone in the audience actually had a sign that said <laughs> treats. No, I don't have any treats. Um, yeah, this you just looked <laughs> Oreo just looked at me like, excuse me, you don't have treats? What? Why did I come in here? Speaking of treats. My wife knew I was not feeling very well the other day, and I'm sorry about the noise if this is annoying, but look what's coming back to the show, folks. Yes, you saw it here first. Look, even it makes my face glow red, just like the bag. The bag of 300, yes, you heard that right, 300 pops. The dum-dums are back, folks. I'll be opening this soon. What other fun way is there to lose all your teeth, you know? So, Jimmy <laughs> Christmas. Um, so, yes, the pops are coming back. Oreo's looking at the bank now like, wow, what is this? Is that for me? No, that's not for you. Where was I? Okay. Um, very interesting. Uh, something else here. This is, you can kind of tie this into the news. We had heard back around the time of the GCW. Oh, where the hell was that? It's a famous theater in New York. I can't think of the name of it. It was like their big pay-per-view that GCW was supposed to be like breaking out, you know, um, impacts been there. ROH has been there. Everyone's been there. Um, hell, even WWE used to shoot Raw there in the beginning. I can't think of the name of the theater. Someone will put it in the Hammerstone Ballroom. Thank you, Mark. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. Um, so, Mance Warner came back at this show, and he had been injured for several months. ACL something? Yes, thank you, Bo's boy. Um, something, some major injury and it was right around that same time that mlw announced that he was coming back well i have not been watching mlw and i have not heard anything about mance warner really much you know everything in that unless you're like really looking for it i really hadn't heard nothing about it um <laughs> so 
But now, all of a sudden, I heard the other day, oh, yeah, Mance Warner was at the tapings and blah, 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 blah last week or something. So it sounds like Mance Warner is joining AEW. Now, for a lot of wrestling fans, you'd say like the casual side of the wrestling fans, they've never seen this guy before. But if you're like me and you've seen him in AAW and GCW and wherever, he's kind of like a modern day, if you mix the Briscoes with a little bit of Dusty Rhodes, he's kind of a down-home guy that you root for, you know, one of those blue-collar guys in a sense. Um, I mean, that's how I look at him. Maybe you look at him something differently. Um, so it's it's very interesting that now he's joining, like maybe stuff just didn't work out with MLW. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a clue. I haven't heard any news on this. But he's, yeah, that's right, too, love. He's getting that big money. <laughs> it's like the Van Halen song, that big fat money. Um. So Friday on Rampage, Mance Warner is going to be facing Mox. Wow, that's crazy. And uh, Madison Rain is going to make her TV like on-screen debut as well. So my guess is we're not going to see Madison all the time. But just like she's going to be like a part-time wrestler and like a full-time coach backstage. That's my guess. So, hey, that's great to see, you know? I mean, it's if she's still if she still can go in the ring and and we as I know I, there's a lot of impact wrestling fans in my chat most of the time we know how talented she still is. So, why not get the best of both worlds? You got her on her contract. Could be one of those two contract women talent and backstage whatever her title is coach you know um not a bad thing not a bad thing for her you know she's getting she's really getting paid now i'm i'm happy for her you know i i have i have no i have no thoughts like oh she's in AEW now she turned her back on impact no when you've been in the industry that long you hope you get recognized for your accomplishments and you get an opportunity like this. I don't care if it's AEW. I don't care if it's WWE. Go get paid because life is short, you know? So, but it'll be interesting. It'll be uh, really interesting to see what happens with uh, Madison and also with Mance Warner. So I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. We'll see if the fans really, catch on to this blue collar feeling that that I know that a lot of fans get locally in the Midwest when they see guys like Mance Warner in the ring. We'll see. Main event time, good match between uh Chris Jericho and Wheeler Yuta. We uh Wheeler Yuta just doesn't quite make it though. Chris Jericho gets it, gets the one up on him. He was flanked by 2.0 at, at ringside, but Claudio chases him away, and they also get all get ejected. Uh, Claudio kind of follows him up the ramp. He didn't get ejected, but he just basically wants to make sure they 
stay their course and stay away. So they ended up being clean. Then Moxley comes down at the end after he beats Yuta. And um, Chris Jericho says, basically in replying to what Moxley said last week, because Moxley said, I don't want this version of Chris Jericho. I don't want this version of Chris Jericho or that version. I want the last guy that was in the dungeon, uh, you know, Stu's dungeon up north in Canada, the last survivor of the, the dungeon. Uh, that's that's the Chris Jericho I want. And um, so, so Chris Jericho replied in favor. He's like, hey, yeah, if that's the Chris Jericho you want, you got him next week. So um, so it's, it's not going to be a battle of the belts. It's going to be on next Dynamite in Minnesota, I believe it is. Quake, what, the Quake by the Lake, I think they're calling it which is kind of an old school goofy feeling, but um, I like it. I like it. So, um, so yeah, it's going to be a, you know, it looks like it's going to be a loaded rampage. You got the battle of the belts on Saturday. So I don't know if that's live or if they're taping that. I'm not sure, but uh, nonetheless, it's all looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And then, uh, oops, let me turn that off. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a loaded few days of uh, AEW. I'm going to try to keep up with it. Maybe not review everything. Maybe I'll combine it all. We'll see. We'll see because this weekend's going to be a little, uh, little wonky. All right. Randy Sam's trying to keep me on track here. <laughs> Q&A now, j Sure. I'll take some time. Uh, we'll throw some uh, throw throw some questions at me if you want to talk some more other wrestling about this, that, or the other thing. Um, someone, someone had a question from earlier. Um, I don't remember who it was. Somebody was trying to direct something at me. <laughs> People are yelling at Mark to give me a question. I don't care who. It just doesn't doesn't matter to me. Um, Bell's boy. Here we go. Oops, wrong thing. J Bone. So, how long have you suspected you had a doppelganger? LOL. Um, I've actually known, this is actually, I mean, this is, this isn't me just making this up. This is legit. I'll tell you another little story. Uh, now this goes way back. This goes way back to about the year. It's like over 20 years ago. Okay. I believe my daughter Morgan was just a baby. Uh, it was me and my my former missus and some family members. I believe it was her mother and her mom's best friend and her daughter were also along. So it was our family, her part of her family, 
we were just all together in Wisconsin Dells. For those of you that know the Midwest, you know Wisconsin Dells is a very popular resort swimming area in the like it's like the Disney it's like the equivalent of like Disney World in the middle of the Midwest and smack dab in the middle of Wisconsin. Great place. Um so I'm it's you know we had breakfast we were planning on spending the whole day at the pool and I was the last for whatever reason to uh-uh, get down get down get down behave behave see she's starting to get jealous now so she starts getting naughty starts scratching on stuff hate that it's like nails on a chalkboard anyways so i'm last to come down by the pool and we'll just call her aunt she's she was always aunt but i won't say any names for the sake of privacy as i get into the t- okay so i went in the hot tub first and then i was going to go in the pool i'm jumping into the not jumping but i'm getting into the hot tub where most of the adults are and all of a sudden uh aunt goes that's funny i think this is like the second time i'm seeing you here i thought i had already said good morning to you and i was like i just kind of laughed and like what what are you talking about she goes i i I said hi to someone else and thought it was you and i'm like oh someone looking like me she goes this guy looks exactly like you down to the body build and everything and i was like oh she goes look over there and i'm looking over in the the regular pool area and there's this guy and this girl with like a little baby similar to you know me and my missus with a baby and this guy looked exactly like me, same build, same hair on the body, same like goatee, everything. It was it like I, I froze. And it was one of those things, those moments where you just stop, you can't move, you got like goosebumps all over you. And it was uh it was crazy. It was like, oh my God. And um she <laughs> She said something like, but don't try to talk to him because she's like, I think he's Russian or something. And I was like, oh, okay. So he's from Europe or Eastern Europe or whatever. And I was like, well, and so I'm just kind of looking at this guy, you know, without trying to like, you know, be noticeably staring at him. But I was like, oh my God. So, so yeah, I've actually known that there are, you know, people out there you know, talking about like everyone says everyone's got a double out there somewhere. And this guy was like, looks like he was the same age, everything as me. So yes, I've actually seen um, people out there like that before. Um, And then seeing this one tonight, if you came in late, hit the rewind button, you'll get a laugh at what I shared about some guy in the audience at uh, SummerSlam this past weekend. 
All right, what else we got here? <laughs> Taryn Sullivan, Je Bonnet, Hot Tub Partey was RVD and Katie Forbes there as well. No, 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 nothing like that. No. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Scroll up here a little bit. <laughs> J Bone prepping for a hot tub stream. No, no, no. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, Jeff Samuel here says J Bone, since Jericho is being the Lionheart, so Lionheart is going to face Moxley next week. What old music you think? He's going to come out to, I know. And I don't even know what his old music was. I'd have to go look up and like, cause this, some sites have a list compiled of all their old entrance musics, you know, either Wikipedia or some other fan site. Um, I don't know. Like maybe he'll pick one of his old musics. Um, from back when he was in WCW or traveled worldwide. I really don't know what he had. I mean, I know his famous break the walls down one, you know, when he came back to the WWE or whenever that was, but um, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be cool if he changed it up. Jeremy. Okay, here we go. Jeremy Hank. Question, J-Bone. Is it me or is Hathaway build a, a Bobby, Bobby Heenan family in AEW and the first one is Ethan Page? Also, maybe Lee Moriarty. Oh, yeah. He was trying to get Lee Moriarty's attention or something a week or two ago on Rampage or something like that. I've, I've been really out of it as far as watching Rampage lately. Like, I hear results and stuff, but I, I've i been a little more just like, okay, I'll watch this match or that match or this clip or that clip. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd call Stokely Hathaway. I mean, that's quite the compliment if you're going to compare him to Bobby Heenan. He is a talented mouth you know, or promo guy, but um, it takes a while to build up to that Heenan standard, but that, um, but as far as just the overall reference of building a Bobby Heenan family, yeah, sure. He's going to build a stable of guys up and coming and hopefully, you know, the push happens. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite the comparison, but yeah, I'd like to see that happen. And I don't know, and I'm not going to sit here and try to imagine who they're going to throw in because um, they're already doing stuff that's like, oh, oh, I didn't see that coming, you know. So, but that's that's good about wrestling. If you see stuff coming, you know, 10 miles away, then it's not that exciting, is it? So, let's see what happens. Uh, Taryn Sullivan says, will y'all do a TNI podcast from Chicago pizza place, uh, some pizza place in Chicago? Um, 
I know it's it's about that time that I actually have to sit down and start organizing something if we are going to do it. Uh, just because my health has been so back and forth, I haven't taken the time to really think that out. Um, if it's going to get planned, it's going to get planned this week, and then details will be like out there. I know there are some people coming into the town, into town for the impact tapings. I know Anna is, uh, uh, Justin, Justin's going to be there. Um, Bill front row bill, of course, uh, Bison's going to be there. Trent, Trent is going to be there. He's, it, it's going to be interesting with Trent because I think he may be actually working with the AAW guys being backstage in Impact Wrestling for these tapings. Don't quote me on that, but I have a feeling that's what his role is going to be, which if it is, hey, props, man, props. Uh, I think that's an amazing opportunity to like be in on that, you know? Not just, hey, we're going to bring in these guys and all you guys need to just sit in the audience, you know. If they can work together, that's great, man. Terrence Sullivan says, premium live event is nearly sold out. Well, I don't know how many people have bought those bleacher seats. Um, As far as like floor seats, yeah, I heard they're almost all bought. I have no clue how many have bought the bleacher seats so i'm hoping they really fill those up in the last you know week going into it question only build four cuban links or liquid swords i have no clue what you're talking about bro i have no clue All right, let me scroll back down here. Okay. <laughs> Aaron Jack says, Tupac or Biggs? <laughs> I like some of both their stuff. I really can't <laughs> Oh, God. I'm a little more old school when it comes to that. I'm a little more uh, Run DMC and uh, LL Cool J, if you will. Beastie Boys, that's a little more my flavor. So, um, oh, this is hilarious. J-Bo, do you think Jericho's going to resurrect Ralphus next week? Oh, rest in peace, Ralphus. He actually passed away like a year ago or something like that. But that'd be cool if... If he has like someone from his crew imitate Ralphus with a crop top and says like um, Jericho security or whatever, like like have the the 2.0 guys do that, you know that'd be funny. That'd be cool. Um, it can't be Anna J. She's no, can't be Anna J. <laughs> People are gonna lose their minds if she does that. Should Imp, this is from Aaron Jack, question, should Impact Wrestling bring back Lethal Lockdown and Bound for Glory this year? Um, I don't know. We've been talking about this all through the pandemic, haven't we? I, I would love to see it. 
It was supposed to be in Canada. Obviously, things, if you've just seen recently, um, AEW is advertising their first international shows. Now, granted, it's the same continent, but a different country. Um, They're going to be traveling to, I forget where I said it was, um, in Canada coming up in the next couple months. Now, obviously, that's a good sign for companies like Impact that have gone there before the pandemic, when they really started touring again on a regular basis and getting going on that. Um, then everything slowed down and nobody could go anywhere. We all know what happened. Um, I don't know if they're going to try to save a lot, uh, lethal lockdown for when they go back to Canada, where it originally was supposed to go. Obviously, if you do it beforehand somewhere else, that's going to upset a lot of fans that were looking forward to that. Understandable. Honestly, I think that's what Scott, if I know Scott, you know, we like we think we know Scott and planning stuff like that. What's going to happen um, if if and when they can get back up to Canada? They're going to have it then. I don't think they're going to do it at Bound for Glory. I think Bound for Glory is going to be a little different flavor. What I couldn't tell you, but company's always changing. You know, it'll be something special. <laughs> apparently you're not the only one not watching rampage yeah I, I mean i've been i know i know when it started i was really all right i'm gonna review all of them and all this but uh no i've i've been inconsistent at best talking about it so christopher run sub j bone do you see the new age outlaw in the acclaimed like billy is Bowens and Caster is road dog. No comparison, but you get me. Oh, like a, like a modern day new age outlaws. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I see that. Yeah. It's similar, you know, because they're kind of raunchy like DX, you know, a little. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's the same, but you know, I, I think there is a lot of influence there, you know, and obviously with this rivalry with Billy Gunn, I'm sure Billy Gunn's doing some kind of coaching with them too, you know. But uh, the acclaimed, I, I tell you, the the acclaimed are killing it; they're really doing great, you know. And they're not everybody's cup of tea, but man, I love I love me some acclaimed. They're a lot of fun. They've they've certainly earned their place on the roster. You know, they, they've eaten a lot of shit sandwiches, taken a lot of bumps, eaten a lot of losses, if you know what I mean. Um, what you doing? Yeah? You behaving? You being a good girl? What you doing? Huh? Good old Oreo. All right, what else we got here? We'll do one or two more. Getting tired. Oh. Russell. Question. What? 
behave. J-Bone, how you feel being called the Bangarama love machine or the Bonesta? What? <laughs> I like, I honestly, I, I prefer the Bone Dragon. What? Uh, that's what uh, Mark started a few weeks back. I'm starting. I'm trying to come up with a T-shirt for that because you know I'm big on branding, and plus I think it's funny. Um, I'm certainly not a martial martial artist guy or anything like that, but uh, uh, Mark said it and it just stuck. It just stuck. So um, I, I I would not call myself the Bangarama Love Machine or the I would prefer the bone stuff. If you're going to call me something, I, th I think that's kind of funny. I'll take a dip. I'll, I'll take a, a goofy nickname. I always will. All right. Let's see here. What else we got? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Perry, Perry, Carey. Where do you guys come up with these names? Uh, Sub J Bone question. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Okay. Go up there. Thank you. Where do you think this Cole and Hangman feud is going since they turn on Bucks today? And also, no Dark Order save hangman page interesting yeah no dark order coming out with hangman page i think they're focusing hangman on the bucks i'll tell you where this is going this is all going towards the trios tournament that's going to end i think it's going to be starting soon but it's going to end at all out in chicago um so that's where this is going cole and red dragon the undisputed whatever they call themselves. Um, they're going to be one team. Young Bucks are back with Hangman Page. We're going to see that drama unfold in weeks to come. It's already been happening slowly, very slowly. That's one thing that the Bucks are good with is storytelling, but it's very slow, keeping the fans patient. So, um, so yeah, and so we're going to come, they're going to come up with a few more trios teams to be involved with this. I'm sure Dark Order will be involved somehow. We'll see who gets involved and who comes out on top. <laughs> J-Bone ain't down with the Wu. I have never heard any Wu-Tang. I've certainly heard of the Wu-Tang. I've never heard any Wu-Tang Clan music. I have never gone out of my way to <laughs> Go check that out. Far side Cypress Hill. What? <laughs> oh, now it's just like skipping stuff on me. Big Daddy Kane or KRS One. Um, uh, I haven't heard a lot of Big Daddy Kane stuff, so I'm gonna pick KRS One. And, and Oreo approves. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Rick Perry. 
J-Bone question, do any movies interest you nowadays? Because I think there's no Hollywood anymore. Netflix is taking over now in movies and there's no TV anymore. I watch very little weekly television besides wrestling. Um, I watch a lot of zombie shit, you know, like Walking Dead stuff. So I'm eagerly awaiting that stuff to come back this year, summer into the fall, few series going on. Um, I watch a bunch of different stuff, either on Disney, Peacock, Netflix, Prime. Uh, we share a Hulu with someone. So, um, yeah, I try to bounce around and catch different things. Um yeah, Hollywood is alive and well. It's not obviously not what it used to be, you know. Times times change, uh production changes, the industry changes, stars rise and fall. Um it's just like anything, wrestling, sports, anything. It's all the same, just different. So, um what was I starting to watch recently i was re-watching i couldn't remember how far i got into it when i stopped watching it um because i you know it's like with ad and d you get excited about other things and then other things get dropped you know you lose interest really quick so i was re-watching on disney the punisher series which is very good john bernthal is oh my god so good um and his supporting cast is great as well <coughs> excuse me but um so i've been catching up on that but while i've been catching up on that i'll catch myself looking for like other stuff and i found some stuff on some really wacky stuff on hulu i'm not even going to get into but some of it has to do with horror and zombies and other stuff. But that's what I'm watching right now is I'm on Disney and I'm catching up on the Punisher because there's two seasons. So I, you know, I just got caught up on, you know, I just saw the Thor movie with Mrs. Bone yesterday. Great movie. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. So funny. A lot of action, a lot of laughs, those goats, Dear God, every time those, I must have been the loudest one in the theater. Theater probably had maybe two dozen people in it, not many. And I was laughing hysterically. People were probably ready to throw popcorn at me. I was laughing so damn hard. I love the goats, the screaming goats. If you have not seen this, just go for the screaming goats. Dear God. So damn funny. Jack Haynes. Man, a lot of new names here in here. I don't know if this is someone just making up names or what, but man, if there's this many new people in here, make sure you smash that like button and make sure you smash that sub button. I need some more subs. Always need more subs. Trying to keep the channel growing, so smash that sub button. J-Bone, what your favorite top five Fave album, it could be rap or rock or some R&B of the 80s and 90s. Oh, my God. 
that's way too difficult to just like spring on me. That's when I have to actually like sit down, look at my collection, look at what I've been watching recently. Um, I could tell you a favorite band of all time is still will always be a cross between Rat and or Motley Crue. It goes back, it's gone back and forth for decades since the 80s. But the first thing I ever bought was Rat dancing undercover in, I want to say, 86, 87, whatever that was. I believe it was 80, late 86. I bought Dancing Undercover. It was the first cassette tape I ever bought. <laughs> Besides all like the Columbia House, Sony, whatever stuff, when you buy like 12 tapes for a, a penny, and then you have like X amount that you have to keep buying over the next two years or whatever. And now this is, now mind you, this is like 87, 88. So yes, I'm dating myself here. But when I bought those, I bought um, Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet. I bought the new White Snake that came out in 87. I bought the new Heart that came out at that time. Oh, my God. Um, and then the rest of it gets really fuzzy. But you get the idea. This is the stuff that I was, like, really into back then. And it has always stayed in my playlist. I don't – I then at time look. At times, you know, you're like, okay, now I'm in the mood for this. I'll listen to some classic R&B, some old new edition, or some um, or some old 80s, 90s, early 90s rap. Not a ton of the gangster stuff, um, the fun stuff, you know. Like I said, the Beastie Boys. Um, but a top five, that's really hard. That's really hard. But that's like the first stuff I ever got. So as far as what I love the most, that's, you know, that's usually. But my my music stuff goes all over the place. I'll even listen to some Amadeus Mozart, you know, bust out some old classical music. It's, it's all over the place with me. Mostly rock and roll, though. Mostly hard rock. Mark, <laughs> we'll make this one of the last ones. This is cute. Um, question from Mark Transformers or G.I. Joe and why? Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Are you talking about like classic cartoon? Are you talking about the figures? Are you talking about the more modern movies? What are you? What are you talking about? Are you just talking about collective everything? Um, I used to watch the G.I. Joe cartoons when I was a kid, when they first came out. The Hasbro YouTube channel now plays them on their youtube channel and it's i've got it subbed i've got it subbed and every once in a while i'll see that it's live playing a new episode and one of these days i'm actually going to sit down and i'm going to watch all the gi joe shit and you know <laughs> um 
Transformers. I also love the trans. This is tough, dude. I really can't pick one. Um, I love the Transformers. I used to watch those cartoons as well when those first came out. Even probably picked up a few of the comic books of either or both. I forget. Um, no, I no, I don't have them anymore. I don't think. Um, Transformers, the movie, one of my favorite childhood movies. Believe it or not, me and my brother Matt went to, oh, this, I'm going to date myself here, Northridge Mall. If you lived in the area and you know Northridge Mall, we went there opening day, early in the afternoon, matinee time or whatever you call it. And we both sat in the back. There's like barely anyone in there, like maybe a handful of people in there. We were like, wow. We're like the only ones in here. Um, my cousin and I saw the Transformers movie the first day it came out. And um, man, what a rad movie. Oh, there, I'm really dating myself. TNI is in the chat. Manny Bones is straight chilling. Yes, he is. He is. He's got the hat sideways or backwards, the baggy t shirt. He's just stone to the bone. <laughs> Boxers or briefs? Boxers and why? You don't get the why. It's if you're a guy, you know why. <laughs> the Kalon Don. Kalon is on the TNI count. Account Jimmy Christmas. J Bone loves vanilla ice. I used to have a dance routine all set up with my best friend in high school back in the day. I don't talk to him anymore, but he and I had a dance routine all set up that we used to do to ice, ice baby. And we used to practice it in his, in his basement and his dad, God bless him, used to <laughs> videotape us. Oh my God. Yes. All right. Last one. Last one. If I'm missing a few, I'm sorry. We'll do this more another time. I'm, I'm getting tired. Mike. No, Jake Michael. Okay. My goodness. All these names. You guys better be subbing if you're new and you're digging the content. <laughs> uh, how you feel about Brian? Pullman? I think you mean Pillman. Brian Pillman Jr. hang with Arn and his son on the Ric Flair thing. I didn't see the Ric I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Uh, you think this is going to be a tag team and the Varsity Bonds is breaking up? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know contract situations with uh, Griff Garrison. I don't know what's happening. You know, they lost Julia Hart to the um, the Black Brigade, whatever the <laughs> House of Black. Sorry, I'm just being silly. The, Bla <laughs> the Black Brigade. <laughs> the 80s kid in me is coming out. Um, <laughs> burger, burger, what? Uh, I feel 
like I, I like the varsity blondes together. It's got that old school rock and roll express feel, you know. I like Griff Garrison, but man, I really want to see Brian Pillman Jr. step out on his own. He's still very young and still very new. Like I met him in Milwaukee several summers ago when he was still with MLW before all the Teddy Hart controversy happened. Um, he was wrestling Hammerstone for the that new championship they had, whatever it was. I forget what it was. But um, so, yeah, I really like Brian Pillman Jr. I, I really hope he does go far in the industry. He's still, I don't want to call him green, but obviously he's still learning and he's not ready to be a top guy. So I hope people are helping him go far in this company to hopefully someday become a top guy, you know, like, like a guy like MJF who has really risen in the ranks because he has so much talent. I won't talk about the controversy controversy aside. Um, as far as being put with, I'm assuming you mean Brock Anderson. Um, I'd have to, I, I just, I've got to download it. I haven't watched the event yet. Um, it's, it's on my to-do list. I will watch something. <laughs> um, it's a, it's an interesting team. I mean, it's got a lot of nostalgia just in itself. Cause you got the son of Arn, the son of Bill Pullman. So you've got kind of like a built in four horsemen feeling there sort of, I don't know. Wait, was Brian Pillman part of the Four Horsemen, or am I just thinking goofy? I forget. Anyways, um, you've got the nostalgia with the being the second generation. So, all right, that's it for this one. Um, oh, we even got spammed by a, a nudie thing. God, please don't click on that shit. You'll end up killing your phone and your... Um, whatever, dear God, <laughs> there's a lot of goofy ass names in here. Anyways. All right. Almost went two hours. Thank you so much. Much love everyone. Thank you for the tips and the bits and the, whatever you guys did, the subs, make sure on your way out of here, you know what to do. Smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Why? so that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Tomorrow night, T and I, you know where to be. Um, Hopefully I will be here for the watch-along. If there isn't a watch-along, you know we'll be here for the review. Very excited for PCO versus Gallows. Two big boys slapping meat or whatever the hell they call it. All right, later, yo. Take care. Good night.
This is sick. This is sick. This whole place is going to hell in a handbasket.